You're listening to the Real Raw Relatable Podcast with Cat John. I have Bailey and Steve. It's a 153 number episode. G'day, legends. Welcome to the Real Raw Relatable Podcast with me, Cat John. I'm an authenticity coach who's on a mission to help people save and channel their fucks towards what truly matters to them. And something worth giving a major fuck about is taking responsibility for your own life. And here in the podcast, I'll be sharing real guidance, raw truths and relatable stories to help you do just that. I was just sitting down writing um, what I wanted to talk about and I wrote down a, a point and the point said, um, sharing how much I love Steve and how grateful I am for him. And, um, it's because I've, I've really been noticing a shift in the Stev. Um, and when he shifts and when he changes and when he evolves, like I find that incredibly inspiring. Hello, Bailey, like this to my face. I find it incredibly inspiring. Um, I actually find it sexy, uh, because self-responsibility is something that I value, which I've spoken about here. But instead of me talking about all of that, I thought I'd bring you on. Hello. Oh, hello, everyone. <laughs> it's been a long time. Hasn't it? Since you've been on. Long, long time. A long, long time. And um, I ran downstairs and I was like, hey, Steve, do you want to come on the podcast? And he's like, uh, why? Wow. Bailey is fully, literally climbing across me. Um, okay, bro. Okay. Sorry. We just had to maneuver everything. So Bailey could get, um, up to Steve cause she loves him. So yeah, I ran downstairs, said, Steve, do you want to come on the podcast? He's like, why? I said, I'm, you know, really proud of you for, um, the changes that I've been noticing in you and that you're going through. Um, and then you agreed. I did. So I guess um, in case you haven't known, uh, I have been observing you and watching you. And it's true. When you choose to change the way that you engage with yourself or you engage with life or you engage with your girls or your friends or whatever it may be, um, I, like I, there's, there's this love for you expands. I don't know if you feel that or if you notice that or if I've communicated it with you. If I haven't, I'm sorry, but I'm communicating with you now. Um, so can you share with us what's been going on for you? Because you're softening. I can feel your marshmallowing and you're quieter and you're more of an observer. You're way more patient the way you, um, you know, handle your girls now. Like, talk, talk to us. So... I guess are you asking like what's triggered it? Yeah, like what 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 has led you to that? What does it feel like being in it? Um, because I know you're still in it. I know you're not out of it, which I think is also quite a nice place to share from. Um, so yeah, just just go. Um, <clears throat> so probably what I've been thinking about a lot recently is that I'm going to die. <laughs> okay. I actually didn't know you were going to talk about this, but let's go. And and that sounds dark to everyone listening, um, but mortality forces you to consider life. 
And so that's really what I've been doing. What I've been doing, you know, because I'm 45 years old now, I'm not on the back end of life, but I'm certainly midlife. And I've been, I guess, just um, thinking about the way I want to live my life. You know, when, when I'm at the end of my life and I look back, what are the things that, that made me happy? Um, and what are the things that I want, how I, how did I want to live and am I living those? And it sounds weird, but the more I think about death, the more it allows me to actually live now. So was it you thinking about your age that led you to that? Did something happen in your life or your world that then made you think about it? No, I think it's, um, Look, there's a little bit of, I've been very successful in my life, professionally, financially, um, and I guess I sort of landed at this stage where I sort of went, is that fucking it? Mm. And it was like, you know, like I spent, you know, 20 years of my life, like climbing this hill and like, I've got all the toys and the gadgets and this and that. And I was just like, you know, there, there, there sort of doesn't seem to be the where I thought what I thought it would look like at the end is not what it looks like and so that led me to start to really question what causes happiness or what defines happiness so I basically just was called to start looking into that and I found a whole bunch of stuff you know I learned about things like um you know the hedonic treadmill and like nihilism and about purpose and about you know and I've and I've landed on these philosophies so just go into um, each of those. So the hedonic treadmill. So the hedonic treadmill is is basically that as a as a person, you have a genetic set point of happiness. Hmm. So you just come out of the box with a certain level of happiness. Some people have higher levels of happiness. Some people have lower levels of happiness. But the reality is, is that all these things that we fundamentally strive for in life, like success or wealth or relationships or whatever they they don't create lasting happiness. If you win Tats Lotto, mm. you'll become happy for a period of time, but then you'll land at this genetic set point. Equally, if bad things happen to you, like you know, you lose your job or you lose a relationship, like for a short period of time you'll you'll fall down into a hole, but then you'll come back to this genetic set point of happiness. And so what happens is I started sitting there going, fuck, okay, so all these things that we're constantly chasing, like, oh, if I get this car, I'll be happy. And like, this is what I was experiencing. This is, this is what resonated with me is that like, you know, I would, I would get these, these achievements either in business with the business growing or, you know, like, you know, um, buying a new car or whatever. And then like the, the happiness cycles would shorten and shorten and shorten. Mm. Right. So I was like, I'm looking in the wrong places. And and that for me was like the, the first big realization. Now that doesn't mean that my mind doesn't still want to go there. It does. But now what I know in my heart is that when I do go there, it's not coming from truth. It's this, this, so, so the hedonic adaptation is the fact that we, we're on this treadmill of consumerism, right? Where we keep going out to find stuff because we think that the happiness so looking out. Is, is outside of us. But you've, you've spoken about this before. This is not new to you. So what is happening for you now at this layer of 
impacting Steve's internal world? Because you've spoken about this before. I have spoken about this before, but the second thing yeah. that fundamentally shifted for me in my thought around death, and I guess also I had I had like a bit of a big thing happen to me at the end of last year, which was my uncle died. Mm. And so I quickly flew to Sydney and I was by his, his, his bedside, you know, in the days leading up to his death. And I kept just, like, I'm a weird dude, right? You know that. I know mm. that. I, would, I was just staring at him and I'm like, this is the sum of, like, his life. Like, he's about to check out. And I just kept going, what the fuck was the point? Like, what, what was the point? So that then led me to meaning. Mm. And then I started just going really internal and going, well, what is the meaning? And then fundamentally, I came up to the, my conclusion, not saying this is everyone else's, that there is no meaning, that we just exist. And that's a scary place to be, right? So... I went, okay, I can go super dark in all this and go, well, if there is no meaning, why fucking do anything? Or I can try and find some sort of optimistic meaning to no meaning. Kind of like the Ricky Gervais afterlife. Totally. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm almost like living, if yeah. anyone's seen Afterlife on Netflix. If you haven't, go check it out. It's awesome. I'm almost living through his, his like eyes. grief bit. Yeah. But no one has sort of died to bring me to it. It's almost like the old self dying. Mm. Um, and so as a result of that, like what I've been really doing is is living from this place of, okay, well, if there is no meaning, then stop chasing meaning. If there is no purpose, stop chasing purpose. So, okay, how do we redefine this bad boy? So where I'm landing is, okay, a good day leads to a good week. A good week leads to a good month. A good month leads to a good year. A good year leads to a good life. So what I'm doing is I've brought myself right back to what are the things that are really important. If mm. I strip away so what matters. If I strip away the noise, what matters? And what I landed in is obviously my health. So that's why I like really was able to tune in and get like the 12 kilos off and like commit to the gym and do all this stuff because I'm like, well, my physical body is my vehicle and like for the first time I'm like really appreciating that mm. it needs to be solid. You know, I've always said to people when, when I coach in business, like, you know, physically you're not ready for the game. Well, then it doesn't matter what else there is because you're not going to show up in a good state. Mm. So I'm really starting to live that. And then, you know, I, I sort of got some guidance around the fact that, you know, what my daughters really need from me is time. Yeah, this is this is a really powerful point that I'd love you to touch on a lot because that's probably one of the biggest shifts I've seen in you and then as a result, the girls. Yeah. So it's like we, we, you know, when I say we, I mean I, like you can get caught up in this concept that, you know, I can, I can send them to good schools, I can buy them stuff, whatever else. But in the end, what they really want when I looked at it is they want time. Mm. Like being able to give up time and, you know, the opportunity cost of time and if you don't know what opportunity cost means it just means the thing that you could have been doing if you weren't so the opportunity cost of you guys listening to this podcast is whatever you could have been watching on netflix right so it's effectively the best alternative or the cost of this opportunity right and the I just started to realize that like what they want from me is time and time is one thing that we all get exactly the same amount of. Mm. And I have chosen to, instead of seeing them wanting to take my time as being a drain, I'm seeing it as like something nice because what will happen is, you know, this, this, this whole thing inside me is about time. 
because at the end of time you die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I'm choosing how to use my time, and and I know that in a few years' time, the girls yeah. will not want to spend time with me because they'll be wanting to like have their boyfriends, they'll go off and live their lives, or want to travel, do this and that. So like I'm really, I don't want hindsight. I don't mm. want to look back and go, fuck, I would have, should have, could have. I've already got those regret, got a lot regrets of the, yeah. from yeah. when they were younger. And I actually really like spending time with them right now. Like, they're at that age that I seem to be coming into my groove. Like, I can... Gosh, it's only taken 15 years. Yeah, but I can, like, <laughs> they're, they're old enough now that I can, like, be a dick and they get that I'm being a dick. Like, yeah. I can have adult conversations, but I can have fun conversations. Like, I can talk about stuff. Like, it's just, it's a... There was, I was really good when they were like three, four, because we were playing Lego and shit. And mm. then there was like a gap in the middle. And now I feel like it's good again. So, um, you know, I'm looking back at the end of my days and I've started doing, you know, gratitude journals before I go to bed. Not Nothing massive. Just, yeah, we do 10 things. And 10 share. dot points. What did I mm. like about today? Like really getting present mm. because I've seen as I've blinked and watched 20 years go by how... You know, you take time for granted mm. and then it's gone. Mm. So I want to make sure that like every day I can look back and go like, did I live today as if today was my last day? Would I have been happy? Mm. And everything that always comes back is I wake up and I say, you know, walking on the beach in the morning with you and Bailey, like that makes me happy. Mm. Going to the gym and like having a strong and fit body and, you know, having you know, your followers like ogling over me on Instagram, you know, that, <laughs> that makes me, you fucking idiot. that makes me happy. You um, you know, investing my time into like growing a business. that's not just like money making, but like has good, intentions. you know, intentions and philosophies and structures that makes me happy. Um, I'm just doing stuff that makes me happy. And so just on that, sorry, as a result, I also know that you are releasing things that don't. Correct. So how is that going for you? And what are some of those things? Uh, Releasing is challenging. I'm not saying it's challenging for everyone, but it's challenging for me because um, my egoic makeup struggles often to let go of certain things that I know intuitively aren't great for me, but egoically they're good for me. Um, it's been good. Fundamentally, what what I've been letting go of is is the things that in the past have got me into, I guess, trouble. And when I look at them, it's like allowing relationships that are not proactive to continue longer than they should. Mm. It's boundaries. It's um, it's as I said at the start, looking for things that I know like this is not actually going to bring what I want. Mm. So um, being quick to act has been one that in the past has really fucked me. Mm. So now I'm like doing you the stop. complete opposite, you know, getting re- reaction. Oh, my God, reaction. It's so easy in life to react. I watch people like react mm. and I, re- you know, and I think about times I've reacted and it's just like, dude, mm. take a fucking minute. Yeah. Cause what did you say to me the other night? You said the other night in bed, like you're, you, I think what, what I'm really seeing with you is you are really reining a lot of things in. One of those things is you're quick to use your mouth 
and mm. judge, you know, or comment or put in your two cents because egoically that makes you feel important or that makes you feel like you're right, the other person could do with your advice sort of thing. Yeah, I'm being, I'm being called more into silence um, and to observe rather than react. Mm. And it's not easy. I don't mm. always get it right. Mm. But, um, and in the end, egoically, I'm always reacting. But now what I'm doing is stopping it from coming out of my mouth. Yeah. And I'm actually observing the reaction and going, okay, is this true or is this not true? Um, and I'm also making a conscious effort to just cut people out of my life that I know cause a lot of my stress. Mm. So, um, yeah, I guess when you sort of, you know, you, you stick it all together, there are shifts going on. And I'm happy. I think at the other end of this shift process, I'll come out wiser and more grounded and, but still, you know, a cheeky little turd. Yeah. 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 So do you feel like, how do you feel inside of you as you are changing? Because the, the way that I feel you is like, you're softer. I actually feel like you're, you're softer, but you're stronger. I feel from you, like you're, uh, you know, releasing and shaking things off, but I feel you're the most grounded I've ever felt you to feel. So there's a, those real contrasting things. How do you feel inside of you with this, you know, really honing in on what matters and then releasing simultaneously? Yeah. I'd say like softer, but solid. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, <clears throat> it's, yeah, it's, it's like, you know, like you just said, I just feel, I, f I definitely feel softer mm. um, and just everything's a little bit slower, a bit quieter. Um, like it's, it's like, as I said, it like peeling off egoic layers. Yeah. And the reason why I'm softer as a result is because my egoic dysfunction is to armor up. It's to, yeah. it's to appear solid externally like armored you know mm -hmm. like like bulletproof and mm -hmm. and like tough and mm -hmm. all that sort of stuff powerful whatever you want to call the word and i'm just not in that space at the moment um yeah yeah you're it's, you, like what i can see that you're wearing now is vulnerability like you're... I don't like it i know but you're so beautiful when I know. you like i find you in, like even more handsome and adorable and very handsome, <laughs> very adorable. <laughs> yeah, it's it's actually. I just have to say, from my perspective as your partner and just from another human, like it's beautiful to watch, and I really do love the fact that you choose to be. You're choosing to be this way. I haven't forced you into this. No one else has forced you into this. This is a desire that's deep inside of you that you're willing to listen to. Yeah. It's, it's like dead, dead set leveling up. I can feel it. It's yeah, like, it's like the too. next evolution of who I am, yeah. which is coming through all the previous, you know, hurts, wants, this, that, blah, 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 all like coming together. But, mm. um, it's, uh, yeah, it's not easy. I don't like vulnerability. I know, I can tell because you've got a little smile on your face. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want people to listen. <laughs> but, it's, but this is exactly what the world needs, you know. More yeah, people and I think real. the other thing also is that I'm doing it very quietly. I'm doing it for me. Yeah. 
This is not about like I'm not trying to preach what I'm doing to others. Yeah. As I talk on a podcast. No, I know, but I asked you. Yeah. I asked you. Yeah, but this I'm isn't not, about giving I'm, people advice. Yeah, I'm, I'm not trying to. You. Yeah, I'm not trying to preach. I'm not trying to like get on Instagram and like tell people like mm. you know all this. It's it's just for me. It's just me for me. Mm. That's it. Mm. Um, and it's nice to see like the best reflection of your internal work is your external work, mm. right? And I can see the deepening of the relationships with my daughters. I can see the deepening of my relationships with you. I can see like everything in life. Like everything is just a little bit slower. I'm starting to also, um, you know, I had some bad shit go down like whatever, six years ago that knocked me around a fair bit in life and in business. And I always said to myself afterwards, like in hindsight, everything worked out so much better. Mm. But I, I remember saying to someone, like, if only I had that hindsight almost like in the moment mm. and that's where I'm getting to now. So things that come up that before I would have reacted to, I'm just like, well, hang on. What if this is actually like mm. there's something in this mm. and there's something bigger that will come from it and just sit down and acknowledge it, appreciate it. But then you still need to act. Mm, 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 Action is always like the final step in any manifesting process, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, you know, I've always said people forget that part in the secret where it says, you know, you ask the universe, it responds yeah. and you take action. I take action, but now I just take more considered action. Mm. I'm pretty much a walking, talking guru. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, here we go. Oh, the ego's back. Ah! I'm coming for you, Deepak. <laughs> You're my bitch. Um, well, I just, I, like I said, I wanted, I was going to share how much I, I'm loving whatever you're experiencing right now. Um, but I thought, why not get you to share it um, whilst you're in your little vulnerable place? Yeah. And can, you know, I know that you'll continue to, to stay there because it's just. I mean, look, I know we always armor up and um, every now and then we, we do, but um, it's very beautiful to watch. Steve has ventured off now, um, but I just want to end today's episode with when I was single, um, I always put out to the universe that the man that I would be with would be responsible for their mental, emotional, physical and spiritual well-being and Um, I can certainly say that I am with a man who is, there are times when he's not, there are times that I'm not, and that's okay. Um, But at the end of the day, I hold myself responsible. He holds himself responsible. And um, it's, yeah, it's just so nice to, to have that in someone. So I hope you enjoyed today's little episode with my darling Steve. Thank you, Treasures, for joining today's episode of the Real Raw Relatable Podcast. You probably heard Bailey panting and puffing a lot at the beginning because she's so beautiful and loves us. <laughs> Please share today's episode with anyone who you know could do with hearing today's message. We would love it if you would pass it on and rate and review the podcast if you haven't already. I've got the second round of my coaching programs going live in June 2022. Real and Raw, which is my three-month very intimate group coaching program for women, begins June 8th, where we journey through the seven chakra system, a system that is a powerful gateway to help you access more of the real you and unbecome more of who you are not. 
So that begins June 8th. There are seven women only taken for that course. And then June 21st is when the Legends begins. The Legends is my six-month group coaching program that is here to help you powerfully manage your head so you can live through and from your heart and focus on what truly matters to you. There are 20 people inside of the Legends and there are already 11 places taken. So if you're keen, if you wanna learn the work, if you're intrigued by that, or if you just wanna know which program is gonna be best for you, hit us up at info at catjohn.com.au. We can set up a 15 minute phone chat and discern which program will serve you best. Please note that these programs are for those of you who are ready. You can still be up shit creek, you can still have a fuck ton of stuff going on in your life, But the one prerequisite is that you are ready. You're ready to commit time, energy, effort. You're ready to be responsible and accountable and take ownership of you, your mind, your life, your healing, your journey. If that's you, hit us up. Lots of love. Peace be with you.